Welcome to the Maria Heller Show, on the net since 2000 and still going strong. If you feel like you're not getting the real news, if you feel like you're not connected spiritually, you have found your home. Maria covers a wide range of topics as only a snarky New Yorker can. Straight up, no chaser. No censorship, no corporate sponsors, thus true freedom of speech. Your subscription gives you unlimited access as a member of the smartest audience on earth. Relax and enjoy the education. Now here's Maria. Good morning, world. Maria here, alive and kicking. I should call this show Continuous of uh, Planet of the Apes, but today is my is my special guest, my friend, somebody that's been doing this work actually longer than I have, none other than Bev Conover of IntrepidReport.com. If you uh, haven't supported her work, please do, because her work is excellent and deserves it. Well, good morning and Happy New Year, Bev. Oh, good morning to you. <laughs> happy New Year, too. <laughs> <laughs> I see you're still laughing from, from all before the phone call laughing. Bev, I got to tell you, in 71 years of life on this planet, I have never seen anything like this sore loser, crazy man that's in office. Maria, we have been building to this for more years than I care to say. And when I would try to tell people, you know, they would give me that that peculiar, well, she's crazy look. Right. Or they would tell me not to worry, everything's going to be all right. Well, it's not all right. And as some of the uh, pundits are pointing out, and correctly, even though we would get, probably get rid of Trump come <laughs> the 20th, the next one who pulls this will be successful. Exactly. And well, and people have got to start worrying about and start doing something about. Well, you know, you see a lot of people saying that the laws need to be changed so that we never get stuck with a criminal like this in office again. But, you know, I've been hearing that as long as I've been hearing, you know, let's get rid of the Electoral College. Yes, the Electoral College should go, not as some Republicans want, that then the uh, uh, Congress will do the choosing, that they don't like the way the vote went. No, no, it's because the vote's got to go to the people. Yes, the Electoral College must go. But, I mean, just look what's happening here. It's not just Trump. It's all these others. I mean, they're threatening they're going to kill people, for goodness sakes. I know, I know. Well, you know, it's and interesting. And that Gomer, Louis Gomer of Texas, of course, he's not playing with a full deck. Now he's trying to take back that he said that. Right. They no, say this that. is not funny. I mean, I'm sorry. I have to keep laughing or I'll go insane. I but <laughs> what's coming out of these mouths, what they're planning to do... Uh, tomorrow, and God knows what they're planning to do on the 20th. It's awful. I know. Well, I mean, when they have to keep calling the National Guard into D.C. because of his armed, threatening supporters, I mean, even after the election, we're still going to be stuck with those lunatics. As much as I don't like Mitch McConnell, and I'm not particularly wild about uh, Nancy Pelosi, both of their homes were vandalized. I mean, what kind of nonsense is this? You know, if you think back to when uh, George W. was put in the White House by the Supreme Court, 
there was a man out in California who went to his gym, was a member of some gym out there, and made some remark about how he'd like to harm Bush. That guy was grabbed immediately by the Secret Service. Exactly. These people, they're members of Congress and everything, that are putting out all these wild threats, and nothing is happening to them for it. No. Can you imagine if you and I said just 1% of what they're saying, what would be done to us? Oh, yeah, we'd have the FBI at our doors. That's without oh, question. God. Not just the FBI, but the Secret Service. Exactly. Well, look at the Secret Service. I understand that Biden is going to put in a whole new team of Secret Service because well, the yeah, Secret Service. Well, yeah, they're a little bit nervous about. <laughs> well, I mean, you can't blame them since these Secret Service have been so loyal to Trump, even catching COVID to give him a drive around after he was in the oh, hospital. Oh God! <laughs> I, I mean, I you know every day it's something new with this lunatic. You know, and how about you know, his, Mary uh, Trump is trying to tell people, you and I should know because we lived in New York in the New York area. All right, maybe we didn't realize how bad he was at the time, but I mean, we knew we knew he wasn't much. Right. We knew he kept getting away with nonsense. I can even remember. I don't know. Was he a force to sell that yacht? when he had to uh, almost declare personal bankruptcy that time. Right. And they put him on a budget. Right, Because exactly. he had a yacht built down here. Then he fought with the state of Florida because he didn't want to pay the sales tax on it. Right. I mean, that's... <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, you got to look at... How many at... people remember that? I remember it. Of course. I mean, the guy's been a criminal his whole life. I mean, he's going to leave office owing probably a million at least in unpaid fees for his rallies. And, I mean, what recourse, what recourse will the states have on that? You know. Bev, I'm hearing, a, I'm hearing a whistle on your phone. I don't, Not again. I, I know, but I'm hearing a whistle there. And it, it only seems to happen when you're talking. Uh, let me give you a call right back, see if we can get rid of it, okay? All right. Okay, hopefully we got that fixed somewhat. Anyway, Bev, these, uh, these Republicans that uh, want to contest the election, even at this late date, would you say that they're guilty of sedition? Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. So, when you look up the definition of uh, sedition, yes. Right. But I wish people would stop throwing the word treason around. Right. Because treason, you have to be at war with somebody, etc., but sedition, yes, this this is definitely a sedition. Right. Well, I mean, why why are the Democrats sitting on their hands and not doing anything to stop this? Do you think they're they... not much better than the Republicans? You know that. Yeah, I mean, you know, everybody's saying why not impeach Trump again? And I mean, you know, why do why does the NAACP have to ask for an investigation on his phone call to Raffensperger? Other than preventing him from running for office again, you you got two weeks left. I mean, how can you impeach him that quickly? And even if you did, and he's not convicted of it, he can run for office again. I mean, it's just nuts that no one has been able to stop him. Why didn't they throw him out when they first impeached him? 
Right. I mean, they, you know, they all knew what he was. Right. Well, even Ralph, you know, Ralph Nader, I got it off your site, once again, intrepidreport.com. Ralph Nader wrote a whole list of things they should have used as a cause for impeachment against him instead of oh, what yes. they did. And Nancy Pelosi picked the weakest thing to use. Right. So you think she did that deliberately? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Well, and now she got her she got her fourth uh, her fourth term as the speaker. I don't even know how she pulled that off. Uh, a lot of people are saying it's because she said it would be her last uh, her last session. I mean, this woman's been in Congress for thirty four years. Uh, what is she going to do different? She, like many of them, if if, if they're not tools of the money people, they're stuck in their thinking. And when you get people like uh, Alexandra C- uh, Cortez, what's her name? Right. AOC, we'll call her AOC. They are looking at what we're dealing with and they're looking at the future. Mm-hmm. And they understand what we have to do. You know, we've never had this country. We throw this word democracy around. What democracy? Right. We've never really had it. Right. Now, maybe if we can do some changing of thinking here, we can get it. Well, but you see how they sideline <clears throat> uh, the progressives, even within their own party. And yet, yeah, I, yeah. I, you know, so you have somebody, I mean, that girl literally could become a rock star in politics. She terrorizes Trump and every man in the GOP. Uh, and yet they sideline her, you know, and, and it's yeah. the same thing they do with Bernie, that they did with Bernie in 2016 and the same thing they did now. Uh, so, well, you know, what's the option? And then I read, though, that the squad, as, you know, they call them, uh, actually went along with Pelosi becoming speaker again. Uh, what can I say? I know, it's an incredible time. So let's get back to, let's get back to the 18 calls that Trump made, because obviously he can't take a hint. If somebody doesn't call me back after 18 messages, I figure they're dead to me, okay? Uh, and then, and then Rathensburg... That, that wasn't a joke? No, it wasn't a joke. Uh, I know uh, Stephen Colbert last night uh, had a little thing about that. Well, yeah. I I thought he was making a joke. No, it wasn't a joke. He called 18 times, and then I guess on the 19th time, uh, Rathensburg, however the hell you pronounce his name, probably decided, well, let me take the phone call and record it. Now Trump is suing him for recording the phone call. Trump's not going anywhere with that suit. No, because I understand, I could be wrong, but I understand that, you know, you can, you have that one party uh, recording in In Georgia, yes, as long as one party knows about the recording, it's legal. Right, so, you know. In Florida, it would be illegal, but that's another issue. But in Georgia, it's legal. That's how you know, but Trump knows nothing. Right, he doesn't know it. He can't help it. There's nothing there. Well, I mean, you know, everybody from his niece on down has warned us that this guy wasn't going to take this loss well. 
Uh, and, you know, how many more psychiatrists, psychologists have to comment on the fact that this man is mentally ill? Now, I'm not sure that he's mentally ill as much as he is a privileged, stupid white man or orange man. No, no, he, he, uh, I agree with his niece. The way his father raised him, that there's nothing there. You can't lose, because, I mean, that's disgraceful. You can't have empathy for anybody, that's disgraceful. You can't, no, no. It may not be mentally ill in the sense of... Uh, well, they have schizophrenia or something like that. No, but right. there's nothing there. Well, there is no education in the man. He's never learned a damn thing. The only thing he's good at is playing a showman. Right. I mean, he went down. I mean, the devil went down to Georgia yesterday, and his opening statement was, "We won. We won the whole country." Yeah. I mean, how delu- yeah. Not only is he delusional, but how delusional do you have to be? to be one of his fans at this point. Well, Mary says he actually believes these things. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, there is nobody around him that I could think of that could you know, has the guts to tell him, hey, you lost, start packing. You know, where's well, Jeff? Well, he has, he's bashed them. Well, that's... Which is like a thing with Pence. He wants <clears throat> Pence to uh, overturn everything come Thursday. He's such a great guy, but if he doesn't do it, I won't like him as much. I mean, what kind of nonsense is that? I know. He's the t- Let me tell you something, having grown up in Brooklyn. He is the typical spoiled bully. Uh, and I, I've been saying this for years. The only way you deal with a bully is you gotta, you got to stand up to him, put him down, and then he becomes your friend or he goes away. And yet not a one person, not even his own family. I mean, where are his kids on this? Aren't they saying, listen, Dad, you lost, okay? Start packing and just accept it like a man. But there's nothing. Uh, there's well, they're nothing. worried, too, because of all the illegal things that they have done. That they're going to jail. Right. I mean. I mean, but where is, you know, where is Jared? Where is uh, Ivanka? You know, the latest thing I read about Jared was that he's blaming Kushner. Uh, for the COVID-19. So how much more could he put on little Pinocchio boy that he expected was going to create miracles and part the Red Sea? And And Mary says anything that goes wrong, he will put on somebody else. Nothing is ever his fault. I mean, the people should be listening to what this woman is saying. Oh, I listen. Well, if you I'm surprised he hasn't uh, <laughs> sent the hit squad out for her. Right. Well, maybe that's coming. Well, speaking about hit yeah. squads, here we have, while well, all this uh, showmanship is going on, the insanity that we will have to bear for at least the next two weeks, nobody's talking about him pushing against Iran. You know, I don't see anything on the news, as they call yeah. it. Right, about, you know, the warships, the flyovers, you know, the uh, nuclear-capable ships, you know, outside the waters of Iran. And Iran has actually said that he's trying to to fabricate a war with them to hide his own disaster. Let's hope they're smart enough not to fall for it. I hope so, too. I mean, the only good thing I saw coming out of Iran is they said that Trump won't be safe anywhere on Earth because of what he did to Soleimani. 
And I'm like, well, maybe Iran will do us the favor that the GOP won't do. I mean, I've never seen anything like this. He has destroyed whatever credibility there is to the presidency, in my opinion, Bev. Now you have him giving out medals of freedom to to Nunes and to Jim Jordan, G-Y-M, Jordan. Uh, So he's trashed that, you know, giving it to Rush Limbaugh, trashed that. Gavin Nunes. Right. Uh, and, <laughs> I mean, what did they get the Medal of Freedom for? Covering, covering up for him? For, you know, lying while they were being investigated by Mueller? Maria, he has not only destroyed the presidency, the things he has done to this country, with all the regulations, he's used executive orders to roll back. I mean, and the problem is the corporate media doesn't properly cover that stuff. The land, the water, the air, you name it. I know, over 300 regulations last I counted, and you know me as an environmentalist, I'm on top of that all the time. And somebody had said to me, you know, uh, Trump is good for the environment. And I said, are you kidding me? Now, if you remember, he just, by the way, uh, deregulated the safety rules for birds. But I also remember when yeah. he said he was against uh, wind power because it kills birds. Well, nobody's going to kill birds more than Trump's executive orders. I, 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 that's after you get cancer from the windmills. Cancer from the windmills, inject yourself with uh, bleach. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, listen, let's go to the Ukraine, okay? The Ukraine literally voted in a guy who was a comedian, okay? But the guy is not acting as a comedian. Mm -hmm. He's acting as a leader, okay? You look at Trump, who I never found funny. I never found attractive, never watched any of his shows. uh, And people thought they were electing a leader because, ooh, he's a businessman. But he's a failed businessman. Nobody wanted to hear that. And he well, turns. There's another problem. The media never, the corporate media again, failed to point that out. Right. I said from the beginning, I said this guy is not a billionaire, and he's not. He's a rotten businessman, and he got away with bragging about how smart he was over all those bankruptcies. Well, he said that he didn't pay taxes because he's smart. Remember that he said that in a debate. <laughs> Uh, I'm telling you. Then he goes and kills all these treaties. Right. Took away protection for the world. I don't know. I mean, we're not going to get much for Biden, so don't get your hopes up too high. Well, he watched... uh, (laughs) To me, the only place that we seem to get real news is late night hosts. Uh, So I'm going to keep watching Colbert and Seth Meyers and and, uh, Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, and, And you just look at this... I don't understand, you know, and I, there's probably no way to understand, Bev, to be honest, how people can still support and defend this man and say what a great job he did for four years. What did he really do? We didn't get a health care plan, you know, that great health care he was going to roll out. We didn't get any infrastructure right. done. Uh, we didn't see his taxes, which will be eternally audited. Uh what has he done besides destroy everything and put brother against brother in America? Plus, he shreds uh, everything he can. So he's got staff, when they manage to, to grab what he has torn up, they, they, 
pasting it back together. I mean, it's just, it's, it's total insanity. Right. Total. Well, you know, people are saying, you know, when you look at this phone call, an hour long, I don't know how that guy was able to stay on the phone and listen to that insanity uh, for an hour. Uh, I would rather listen to a telemarketer for an hour than listen to that phone call. Uh, but when you look, when you, when, you, when you look at that insanity, people are saying, imagine the phone calls we haven't heard, the ones that haven't been recorded, whether between mm. him and Kim Jong-un, him and, you know, Putin. Um, I'm surprised that, you know, he's not asking Putin for help now at his rallies. <sighs> so let's go back. You and I go back a long way. So let's go back to George W. Bush, okay? Mm. I mean, I covered him mercilessly because he also deserved it. Uh, and Bush was very similar to Trump because in one way, because Bush would never, ever admit he was wrong about anything. He would never apologize. And you have the same kind of mental defect uh, with Trump. Bush wasn't quite as bad that way as Trump. Not quite as bad. Uh, Bush had a little bit of education yeah, versus empty-headed Trump. Right. But Bush never should have been president either. No, of course not. And, and you know, and at least, I, I know this is sad to say, but he was more likable. He was likable. People looked at him as a likable idiot. There's nothing like, there's nothing likable about <laughs> Trump. You know, people post every now and then on social media, can you name one thing about Trump that you like? And honestly, nothing. I can't. No, no. You know, no. if I was a man, I would be embarrassed that he's part of my sex. So, so I don't understand. So, so we move along. Yeah. Let's move along to the Proud Boys, okay? First of all, I don't know what they're proud of. And the fact that grown men call themselves boys tells you everything you need to know. Uh, <sighs> I see the leader of the Proud Boys was arrested uh, for, I think he was burning signs or something outside of a black church. Now you have the yeah, he, he up a, a, a sign. All right. So now they're threatening. They're going to show up in D.C. on inauguration day. They're going to disguise themselves as Antifa, which you and I right, know doesn't right. so exist. So we can blame this on Antifa, which doesn't really exist, but that's another issue. <laughs> well, you know, what's this young guy, Howley, that uh, says he's going to uh, fight against the, uh, the confirmation? Josh Howley, is that his name? I'm not sure now. That young congressman that was, you know, he's defending Trump and he's going to he's gonna argue. Oh, that one, Josh Howley. Oh, yes, right. yes, yes. Well, this morning, get this. Another. This morning he comes out with the bullshit that Antifa threatened him and his family and his newborn baby outside his house. What there actually was was a handful of peaceful protesters. So here you have another loser. Well, Antifa is not a formal organization. If it is, I'm a member. I would join it in a hot second. Uh, and Antifa is what? Anti-fascist. Right. Oh, well, you know, that, that rarely ever gets set. I know, but that's, well, because people are stupid. They can't figure out what it means. Uh, 
But when you look at, you know, the lies and how everything they throw back, let's go Antifa, Black Lives Matters, you know, all the things that they want us to believe are domestic terrorists, which the FBI still classifies black Americans as domestic terrorists. Uh, no word said on the white male domestic terrorist that blew up several blocks in Nashville. Not one mm-hmm. word. Who's the real terrorist? Somebody that vandalized a statue or a guy that blew up several city blocks in Nashville? Uh, We are, as you know, in a mess. American people's heads have been so messed with for how many years now? Right. And if we can't figure a way to, to get them to empty that garbage out of their heads and pay attention and work on their own interests instead of <laughs> handing everything away to the millionaires and billionaires, we are, we are cooked. Well, I mean, yeah. this is what we have to do. Uh, it's like when they throw around the word socialism. Well, first of all, the Soviet Union, China, uh, even Cuba, you name it, anybody else who claims to be communist, they're not communist. Right. Socialism is not authoritarianism or totalitarianism. Your fire departments, your roads, uh, crews, and that—that's all socialism. Exactly. They like that socialism in the Midwest for those uh, four to six feet of snow that they get when those snow plows come down the street. Right. You know. So. Right. But you know, listen. They mess with people's heads. All right. And people can't see that. They, they buy into it. Oh, well. They say socialism and they start to shake. Well, this you, is nonsense. All right. Well, you could go all the way back to the Rockefellers, you know, and when they set up the public education system. They made it very clear they didn't want to, re- you know, they didn't want to educate people. They just wanted to create good worker bees. So Americans, you know, slowly but surely, the frog in the boiling water, uh, have gotten less and less education every year, okay? The education I got when I was a kid, by the time I finished high school was 67, was equal, I'm sure, and surpassed college education today. We had civics classes. We had economics classes. We had classes that actually gave you something you would need to survive as an adult in the world, let alone we understood how the government works. Uh, and no one does now. You know, and, and I think that's why you know, when they throw out the word socialism, everybody goes into a panic. Wow. You know, oh, God, we're going to have to wait on... <laughs> Badmouth liberal arts students. Right. Liberal arts. And well, people who are liberal arts can think in more than one direction. Exactly. Well, and look what, Trump's done. look what Trump's done to the arts programs in this country. He slashed them all to shreds. So nothing... Personally, when I was a newspaper editor, I'd rather have... A, an arts graduate than a journalism graduate because they could think the journalist you know when they teach you in journalism school I don't know if you've ever been through this if you follow what they teach you at least what I was taught I had a college level 
journalism course in high school. Uh-huh. And journalism 101, when you cover a person in a meeting, you only put down what the person says. Well, it took me about a week or two on my first job to say, what the hell am I doing? So-and-so is saying this over here, and so-and-so said that over there. So I started putting them together. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> what a concept. Well, maybe that's why I'm good at doing what I do, because I used to make my living as an artist, uh, as a painter. And, and, you know, when you're drawing from the right side of your brain, you can do that. Uh, but our education system is just memorization to pass tests today. There's, there's no learning mm-hmm. going on. So when you, you know, when people say, oh, you know, socialism is the same as communism, and, and most Americans will say, you know, but, it, you know, in communism, you've got to wait online to buy toilet paper. Well, I guess... That's com- right, but I mean... Look at how many people were waiting online for toilet paper just a few months ago, right here in the you know the richest country on earth. So, and people don't have enough to eat. Right. I mean, you know, when you have to say if you see somebody shoplifting food, look the other way. I mean, how bad is it in, in this country where you know a country that claims to be a Christian nation? have so many people living homeless, <laughs> starving, no insurance. There are 14, I think, 14 million uh, Americans now that have less uh, health insurance, uh, are, are less insured than when Trump took office. Remember that beautiful plan he was going to give everybody? Uh, the only thing he seems to give everybody is COVID-19. Uh, Bev, let's take a short break. When we get back, I want to talk about Scotland. So stay with us. We'll be right back. How does she do it? Reporting on worldwide news while retaining her sense of humor and passion for life? It's simple. Maria sees everything as part of our spiritual journey here and our unbreakable connection to all living things. From her book, Reinventing the Wheel, to her Reiki book and practice, and her excellent relationship-saving book, Relationships, Cutting to the Chase, one thing rings true, the philosophy of the medicine wheel. Why are we here? How do we stay in balance in a world gone mad? How do we live a happy and prosperous life regardless of the outside world of illusion? Once you gain that knowing, nothing in the outer world can rock your world. Check out Maria's books here on site at www.maria.net and pick out the book or books that resonate with you. Remember, Maria is available for one-on-one Reiki attunements and medicine wheel classes, no matter where you live. Get on your way towards becoming a multi-dimensional being walking between two worlds. Many have traveled to Arizona to study in person with Maria, and that option is available to you, too. Plus, you get to see one of the most beautiful states in the country. Check out Maria's books, www.maria.net. Okay, welcome back. We're talking with Bev Conover, the publisher-editor of intrepidreport.com, where I get a lot of my news that I give you, and uh, Bev and I have supported each other for over 20 years. She certainly can use your support. She doesn't hammer people every day with 12 emails, I need money, I need money, we can't make our rent this month. Uh, we don't do this you know, to get rich, but we would like the help in staying on air and keeping, keeping publishing, because once Intrepid Report's gone, You've got nothing but garbage out there. 
And that's just the truth. So I hope you don't mind my saying that, Bev. Well, <laughs> there's still a few good ones around. Yeah, but there are some no, that I used to. We've lost so many in the past year. Unbelievable. I know people I used for 20 years, and when I confronted them, why are you all of a sudden a Trump fan? Their answer, believe it or not, intelligent people that have been publishing for 20 years said because he's against war. <laughs> And some of my best writers keep dying on me. Uh, well, so. I've had a few co co-hosts do that too. Some willingly, some no, not. I so lost Linda Hurd uh, right at the end of November, and I am still devastated over that because we became good friends. Uh, I spent three weeks in Egypt with her and her husband, and well, I just can't believe she's gone. You just got to believe she's in a better place. You know, my mother used to say, "There is no hell. This is it." And I used to think my mother was crazy. But you know what? The, the older I get, the more sense everything my mother ever said made. Yeah. Um, so let's go to Scotland. Oh. There's uh, rumor has it, and more than rumor, I guess they saw a flurry of flight plans, that Trump was going to escape to Scotland, to his Turnbury uh, golf course that's been losing money for eight years in a row, and I hope Scotland just seizes his property besides the lawsuits he has for wanting to build a seawall to protect his property, even though here he says he doesn't believe in climate change. But supposedly on the 17th, it was flurry that he was going to go to Scotland before the inauguration. Well, this morning, Scotland basically said, no, you're not, because we're not letting anybody into the country because of COVID. And uh, unless well, you have I'm a... just looking at an article here right now about the... Uh, right. The Scottish National Party lead and the Cola Sturgeon that he will not be allowed to stay at his Turnberry Golf Resort. Right. So, due to the uh, coronavirus lockdown. Well, not they're just... They're not allowing people to come into Scotland. Well, they said unless you're there for a super important reason, and they said that his golf, playing golf, wasn't the reason. So here you have that. Oh. So Scotland doesn't want him. God knows New York doesn't want him. And now, unfortunately... And Florida doesn't want him. Right, so... You're down on the ground in Florida. <laughs> What's the scuttlebutt? Well, I, you you know, know, Palm Beach are up in arms over this. Well, you know, he signed an agreement. You'll you probably recall when Mar-a-Lago belonged to the uh, Merriweather Post. Right. Remember when that ship beached? <laughs> she could look out her window at this beach. I mean, it was a big ship till they finally got it off the uh, I remember that? Well, barely. Well, anyway, when he bought that, he, in order to have a private club, he had to sign agreements that it could never be a residence. Right. Do you know he owns three more houses on uh, Palm Beach? No, I didn't. Because uh, what I read was the residents of Palm Beach said there's lots of beautiful homes in Palm Beach you can buy, but you're not going to live in Mar-a-Lago. He's got three of them. I guess he rents them out. Jesus. <laughs> well, I guess he's going to need one. I understand that his wife, who has the tackiest, worst taste that I've ever seen of any first lady, who, de <laughs> who destroyed the rose garden, there's no roses there anymore, who wonders why she's not on the cover of Vogue. You know, years ago, hard to believe as it is, years ago, I used to work in the fashion industry. Uh, and, you know, either I was working for the people developing the fashions or I was working in the modeling end of the business. 
Uh, so I had a pretty good knowledge of what is and is not considered good fashion. There, I have never seen her dressed in anything that doesn't look like she's a stormtrooper from Siberia. So <laughs> if, if you expect to be on the cover of Vogue, uh, you've got to really know your fashion, your fashion sense. Uh, and this is what Trump was bitching about over Christmas, that his wife was never on the cover of Vogue. But uh, mm. maybe she should have tried Hustler. I don't even know if Hustler's still in print, but that would be more her speed. Uh, so now she goes down to Mar-a-Lago, and I don't know whether she did it to try to surprise or please her uh, meal ticket, but she renovated their living space, and supposedly he went wild and said he wanted every improvement renovation she did torn out. Well, yeah, I saw that. So. I don't know. And she still stays with him. I don't think she's any better than he is. Oh, no. I'm not going to get into her. No, of course not. So, okay, so here we go. Mar-a-Lago. I watched actually a special on it. Uh, They have a rules that you can only spend seven consecutive days there and a total of 21 days there a year. He's been mm-hmm. there how many days? He's played golf 20% of his time as president. Mm-hmm. So he, again, breaks his own rules, even at his own club. And my understanding is it's also considered uh, to be part of the historical society preservation. So he, there's so many reasons he can't live there. If I was in Palm Beach, I, I wouldn't want to live anywhere near him. It's going to be a three-ring circus until he's dead. It'll be worse than living near Graceland. <laughs> I don't know. At least we'll near Graceland. Yeah. After the 20th, where he's going. Well, maybe he'll maybe, go. Maybe straight to jail. <laughs> I hope he does. So here's the other thing. Now we get Biden in. And a lot of people are saying it's going to be an Obama administration part two. I don't really care either way on that one. The people are probably right. But here you got Biden saying the same bull crap that Obama said. Okay, let's move on. Let's be forward moving. Okay, there's no way that Bush and Cheney should not have been prosecuted for what they did after 9-11. Oh, no, I agree with you. I mean, every time that uh, Obama said we can't look back, we've got to look forward, I would well, had he done okay. something about the Bush-Cheney or the Cheney-Bush administration, perhaps Trump might have followed a few laws in four years. But since nothing was done there, and then you had, of course, let's not forget the pardon of Richard Nixon, where he truly got away scot-free, and Watergate was nothing compared to what we deal with every day now. If they take that mm-hmm. attitude that they're not going to investigate and they're not going to prosecute him for the federal crimes he's done as president. Everything from the Hatch Act to you name it. Well, then we're setting ourselves up to any president can do whatever the hell they want in the future. Well, there you are. And as you say, you can blame a lot of this on the corporate media. I mean, they've done everything that they've come up with to normalize this guy. And now it's, oh my gosh. He's not playing with the fool's act. No kidding, Dick Tracy. Right. Well, they uh-huh. covered, look, they covered up for him to get him in office because, you know, you know how the news is. If it bleeds, it leads. Yeah, what it, um, was it Mundus who was still uh, president of CBS about how great Trump was for the ratings? 
Oh, you're talking about Roger. Well, you see, that comes down to money. Well, yeah, of but course. There's another problem with politics is the money. Well, how long have we been hearing to get the money out of politics? I mean, I've been hearing this. What, you know, what if we come to a system where the uh, television media have to give the candidates some free time, we limit their damn campaigns to two months, and we put strict money limits on it? I agree. Well, how about getting rid of Citizens United? You know, now the surviving Koch brother says he's sorry that he pushed for yeah, that. Yeah, he's sorry. Tell me another one. Exactly. And, you know, when people like him say they're sorry, I say, yes, you are. What about that Alec, which writes all these damn uh, bills and then passes them out to their favorite elected members of Congress or legislatures for passage? How many people know about that? I know. A-L-E-C is the uh, acronym. Of course. Well, you have lobbyists writing the bills for forever, you know. Uh, and, and listen, I said it when Bush Sr. was running for office, okay? At that time, of course, I wasn't as politically involved as I am now. But if you look at Bush Sr. before W. the Moron, Bush Sr., he runs for office. Had the media told the American people that his father supported Hitler, he never would have gotten elected. Oh, well. <laughs> okay. Uh. I mean, outside of, you know, Trump's fans today, every American hated Hitler. Okay. Today they revere him if they're a Trump uh, fan. But had Americans been told the truth, you know, told the truth about, you know, even Henry Ford, you know, also a supporter of Hitler. Uh, and, um, right. You right. know, so you look at this and then Charles you... Charles Lindbergh. Right. With the Lindbergh kidnapping, which, you know... These so, all the heroes of the day, right? Exactly. And I've covered I've that. I've got to tell you a funny one. It's really not funny. Uh-huh. Right before Christmas, I got some packages. So I brought them in the house, and I'm starting to open them up, and I looked at this one, and I'm going, wait a minute, this is not mine, this belongs to my neighbor. Uh-huh. Well, at that time, the mail carrier came back. Lovely woman, we've had her for years, I mean, we, we adore her. Mm-hmm. Do you know she did not know about the mess going on with the post office? That's crazy. I don't hmm. even know how that's possible. I mean, here... Well, you... she had no clue. Huh. I mentioned to her about Dave DeJoy. I said he belongs in prison. Right. She didn't even know who he was, the postmaster general. That's crazy. That's hard to believe. Well, I'm telling you, this is what happened. I'm, <laughs> All right. I'm trying to explain this to her of what was going on. Huh. About him having all those uh, sorting machines, which were worth millions of dollars, removed, vandalized, disposed of. Right. Not a clue. That's very crazy because, you know, in my town. No, there's, unfortunately, there's a lot of people like this. Well, that's you know, we're crazy. We're here today, again, we're mentioning names and incidents, 
that most people don't know diddly about. Right. Well, I know my, thank God. I, and I, I can my say this in my does. own family. Oh. They don't know who these people are. Right. Right. Well, you know. They don't watch news. If they watch it, it just washes over them. And this is the problem. I you know. Going back to what you were talking about of education. They're not being educated today. Right, and you have to, you listen, you can't have a democracy. You can't live on this planet unless you're participatory in it, okay? And that means yeah. being educated. I've told my audience for so many years, it's better to know than not know. And just because you're not interested you, in... But when I was in school, you had to every day bring in an article from a newspaper oh, yeah. and be ready to discuss it. Oh, I remember that. I remember having to do that. Uh, it's also, well, you know... Where's the newspapers today? Uh, <laughs> right, right. Uh, today, everything would, be, yeah. everything would be on your tablet today. Uh, but, you know, here in my town, it's a small town. There's about 15,000 people. And we have a post office with about six windows. Um, you know that the people that work for the post office have a gag order on them not to discuss anything, even if you ask. I don't know if you know that, Bev. Uh, but they're not allowed to discuss the cutbacks. They're not allowed to discuss the, you know, the the machines, the sorting machines, anything going on with with, with DeJoy and. Well, I can understand that, but that's okay. Right. So here we have a, a post office with six windows. There's usually three windows open, which is plenty for this little dipshit town, right? And I have a PO box, so I go in there often to get my mail. Well, before Christmas, way before Christmas, before Election Day, what was happening, there were lines out the door to get to a window. The one, <laughs> the one day that I uh, didn't see the line, there's a, a one, one guy that I talk to at the window when I need to, because he's from back east, so we always have a conversation. Uh, I walked in and I said to him, what the hell is going on? I says, is this because of DeJoy's cutbacks? And I saw the way he rolled his eyes. He said to me, well, I can't say that, but we're not replacing anybody when they retire, and they're not hiring anybody new. So now you no, got... My, my, our carrier was not kidding around. Mm-hmm. She had no reason to. We, we, you know, we discussed other things, other issues. I even mentioned to her, which she didn't even know about that. Few people knew. Mm-hmm. When you go way back at the time that the post office uh, also did banking. Right, right. Well, for how many years has Ellen Brown been saying that would be a solution for the post office and for people to let them go back to banking? Go back to banking, get rid of the stupid law that uh, forces them to... Uh, um, Go 75 years into the future on health care for employees they don't even have right now. I know. That is what's busted their backs. Absolutely, and it's but, ridiculous. It's totally ridiculous. But then, you know, uh, you can have people that work for different factions, you know, like the electric company. Okay. I remember uh, I just happened to be home the day uh, the people from APS, that's the electric here, show up to put in a smart meter on my house. And I met them at the por- at the front door, and I said, yeah, you're not putting that up on my house. Okay. Interesting, the woman that was with, uh, to replace it, she knew all about why I didn't want a smart meter on my house. 
And she says, I don't blame you. And we'll, we'll leave the old meter there. I says, you know what? If they're going to charge me five bucks a month for that, I don't care. Uh, but she also told me that they had told her, she had like 35 years on the job, that she better start looking for other work because once these smart meters were in, they were all out of work. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they're out of jobs. So nobody needs your meter now, right? No, they still have somebody come. They drive up in a little truck and they go down and read the huh. meters. Because they did it here and that was the end of the meter readers. Uh, well, it just happened I was lucky enough to be home when they showed up. But she agreed with me on every point I made about the smart meter. And I said, so you're out here working to get rid of your own job. I said, and after mm -hmm. being a meter reader for so many years, what are you qualified to do? Where are you going to get another job? And she knew, you know, that she was stuck between a rock and a hard place. And this is American capitalism. They call that progress. Oh, yeah. You know, we have less job Did creation. Did people ever ask themselves, because you probably have to go back to your grandparents or parents to know this, that at one time we had elevator operators in all the big business buildings. Oh, yeah. We had floor walkers in the department stores. Mm -hmm. Businesses had real receptionists who answered telephones. How come we could afford all that way back when, but today they can't afford it? I agree. You know, listen, you, you probably remember when I know when I was a kid, when they used to just joke about uh, pay television, everybody said, we'll never pay for television. I'll never pump my own gas. There's jobs lost. You know, how many people used to be employed at gas stations? You know, I'll never do this. I'll never do that. And meanwhile, we're paying more now and getting less, kind of like insurance. Yeah, well, as I said, don't people ever ask those questions? I mean, unemployed people. Mm-hmm. Well, because they were, everybody's been... And apparently with enough money that even the men who are considered the breadwinners... Right. To do those jobs. Right. You used to have doormen. I mean, some very few buildings left in New York, I know, actually have a doorman who's just there all day long opening and closing the door for you, hailing a cab for you. Uh, well, he's also looking out for who's coming into the building. Exactly. So, you know, everybody's been convinced, and I think we're being mind-controlled into accepting that all our jobs are going to be replaced by robots. And maybe that's true, okay, because we're seeing a lot of that. Uh, so then what do humans do? Okay, humans left to their own <laughs> left to their own devices are like leaving a teenager alone in your house for the weekend. I don't know. So, yeah, I mean, listen, Bev, I remember, you know, when I was a kid growing up, everybody's father owned their own business. Okay, it wasn't, you know, a multi-million dollar, it wasn't Bill Gates, but the guy might have had a fruit stand, a vegetable stand, a meat right. store, a hardware store. Uh, and then they came along with, you know, the whole job seduction idea. And it was great for oh. a while. And then it all, all the benefits of working for someone else were then totally taken away. Slowly but surely. Oh. So I don't know. I mean... I don't know what 2021 is going to bring us, but just the fact that I hopefully don't have to deal with whatever Trump is doing or saying every day should make my life a little easier. What do you think? <laughs> well, 
Biden's got to be somewhat of a of an improvement mm-hmm. if he can get his clean his head out of all the stuff he's stuffed in his waters in now forty fifty years. Right. And start listening to people like AOC, we may start getting somewhere. Mm-hmm. Now, he's promised he's going to give people the $2,000. That should not be one-shot deals. I think it should be monthly. It should be monthly, monthly. just like every other country does. And the nonsense that comes out of the mouths of people like McConnell about giving this money to millionaires. They're not millionaires. Right, but those of them who are in debt will use the money to pay their rent, to buy food, whatever else they need. Those who have managed to escape having to go through that horror will use the money to buy other things. Exactly. So, I mean, it boosts the economy. Well, what do you think is going to be the outcome in the Georgia runoff? I mean, I if, don't know. I, I'm I mean, not if, put any... if, McCon- if McConnell stays, <laughs> I bet on it. if McConnell I keeps, not bet on it. if McConnell keeps his position, I don't see anything changing. Well, you know, it's not just the Democrats in Georgia. The uh, nuke industry has been pouring tons of money into Georgia so they can keep their damn nukes going, and that is not really getting reported by the uh, corporate media. So, you know, if you're a person that works in one of the nuke plants there, you're going to vote, right, to keep them... Losing your job. Oh, I don't know. I won't, won't, uh, one way or the other, I can hope (laughs) that we get rid of McConnell. I mean, I look at that man, and I just see evil. I mean, it's just evil. He he drips it. I know. Maybe that's why his skin was turning black about a month ago. I don't know if you saw any of the pictures of him. He looked like he had total body rot happening. Uh, but they're ev- it's like their evil just seeps out of them. And McConnell is the millionaire, the multi-millionaire. And, oh, uh, he's, been the, he's been the money man in Congress for years and years. He's a super fundraiser. Um, this is... And uh, his wife and her family, I mean, <laughs> I hate to say it, but they're a bunch of criminals. Well, I remember What about the... the ship with all the cocaine on it? That's I... not even talked about. No, it's not. And that's, you know, people just blow it all over. Here's the thing, though. Oh. You know, my son was all, oh, I'm so excited. You know, the, 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 the race in Georgia will be over, this and that. And, you know, my answer to him was, how many times are they going to demand a recount of this? Oh. I mean, now that Trump's done what he's done, gotten away with it, unless he gets punished, uh, and I hope Biden has the, uh, the sack to do it, uh, who's to say every single election is going to go the same way? We want a recount. We want another recount. We want another recount. I mean, I'm sick of it. Disgraceful. I know. This is America. 2021. Remember when we were kids and we used to say, wow, by the year 2000, we'll still be alive. We'll be in flying planes, flying cars. Mm-hmm. We... We envisioned, you know, an age of enlightenment and all of this. So we were thinking... I'm beginning to think every time we go to a new millennium, we wind up with another dark age. Well, let's hope that, uh, let's hope that we don't, you know. We did get a lot of people of color, a lot of different uh, types of people elected, a lot of young progressive people. Uh, and they really need to put the squeeze on the dinosaurs in both parties. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And dinosaurs do not necessarily connect to age because you can have dinosaurs in their 20s, but that's another issue. Well, I'm not talking just about age, but I'm saying somebody's in there 20, 30, 40 years. Right. The world has moved on. It's time. We are not exceptional. We have never been exceptional. Right. And it's time we look at what other countries are doing instead of sneering at them. Mm -hmm. And we're doing everything and our power to destroy the things that their people have. So there you go. All right. Well, you know, when people learn the true history of America, it's a whole different story. You know, how it's in pops into mind. Uh, and, and here they are, you know, some schools uh, now deleting Howard Zinn's books from their uh, curriculum. So, you know, they want to rewrite history. It's just like the burning of the library at Alexandria. You know, it's like, wow, I, I fear for the future sometimes, but then there's hope for the future when you look at the new people, the young people. People have got to start thinking for themselves. Mm -hmm. Start questioning everything. Absolutely. And then sort it out. Absolutely. And, and stop believing the garbage you're told. I mean, anytime Washington or whatever comes up with a, a new enemy of the day, the people jump on it. Right. What's Iran ever done to us? Nothing. What have they ever done to What's anybody? What's China done to us? Nothing. Mm-hmm. Then these are all phony enemies. <laughs> right. It's about time to get over it. I agree. And everybody thought, oh, this new savior, Trump, was going to be the one to do it. And right. uh, he tossed his cookies in with every dictator on the planet. <sighs> so there you have it. Well, I guess we'll see. A woman I have been following on Facebook for years, and I will not mention any names. She's an electrical engineer, so this is not exactly a stupid woman, right? Right. Right now, she has a little camper, camper van. She is driving from the West Coast to Washington to be there for, for, for tomorrow. <laughs> what does she think she's going she to do? She is so in love with Trump. Oh, He's going to get rid of the deep state. Oh. He's going to put all the pedophiles in prison right. and hip, hip, hooray, QAnon. Wow. This is what we're dealing with. It's very sad. It's, it's extremely yeah. sad. I mean, one of the latest things QAnon came out with uh, in their list of crazy things was that Amy Coney Barrett is actually Joe Biden's dead daughter. Now, people still be believe in that crap. I just, I don't understand. Yes, they do. I, I, it's hard. Listen, when you're not mentally deficient, it's hard to understand how people can be that stupid. Okay, well, gullible might be mm. the right word. You know, they said that uh, John Kennedy Jr. was going to show up and run with Trump in 2024 or 2020. I mean... Right, right. He's still alive. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, <laughs> It's just, it, it, it's... Oh, Jeffrey Epstein's still alive. Right. Have you seen that one? Right. I mean, you know, it's very sad to see how easily some people can be swayed just because they're too lazy to do any research on their own. Yeah. So, you know, they're listen... They're angry, they're frustrated, so give them a good story and they'll buy it. 
Exactly. Well, we'll see how it shakes and the out. Conspiracies are not dealt with. Exactly. But the lunatic stuff gets all the publicity. Huh? I understand. It frustrates me too. Anyway, Bev, I want to thank you for joining me today. And I'm looking forward oh, to uh, you, I'm looking forward to our next chat because then we'll be under a new administration and I'm sure we'll still have plenty to talk about. Oh, let's hope. Let us hope. <laughs> All right, you take good care. Said, don't just disappoint yourself. Just take it one day at a time. That's all you can do. And keep laughing. And keep... You gotta keep laughing. Absolutely. Listen, you want to laugh, you should watch that Netflix show, Death to 2020. <laughs> it's great. Just watch it. One of my one of my listeners told me about it, and I watched it, and it's, it's quite excellent. I think you'll enjoy it. All right, Bev, I'll, I'll talk with you soon. You take good care. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Thank Bev, you. You're Bye-bye. welcome. Bev Conover, IntrepidReport.com. We laugh because you must. And uh, I hope you enjoyed today's show. It's uh, a crazy world we live in. We'll see what shakes out this week. We'll see what shakes out this month. And uh, stick with it as long as I possibly can. Don't forget, I'll be back with the news on Thursday. Friday, Richie Allen's joining me. So you're going to want to stay tuned. Thanks again for supporting the show. See you guys next time. Thank you for listening and supporting The Maria Show. Tell others what you learned today. Knowledge becomes wisdom only when it's shared. Encourage others to subscribe today. www.maria.net Often imitated, never duplicated. A world of information all in one place. www.maria.net Always ahead of the curve. Always on your side. Get active or get radioactive. Subscribe today.